Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Mackinac Dollar, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Don't give me that look. Limp Biscuit's a good band. Sure. You youngsters. Rock was good. Pottinger was blasting some Jonas Brothers in the on the other side. All right, that's a thing. Always has been. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. All calls welcome on this Friday. Brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's Bleck and Abdallah. Chris Bleck has the night off. Tyler Rocky is in for Chris Bleck. As I mentioned, it is an all calls welcome Friday. Tyler, door one or door two? Let's go door one. Let's go to door two again. Chase on the south side. Hi, Chase. Abdallah, yep. what's was door happening, one? man? I, I'm good. I talked to you earlier today. Hi. Uh, Tyler, what's happening, man? Howdy, Chase. Oh, that was a weak hello, man. It's Friday. Yep. <laughs> what hey, hey, I got to ask you guys this question, right? So... You know, what you think is more riskier, that, that would, fans would be heated with Ryan Poles more? If he traded Fields and traded back, uh, um, traded Fields for, uh, you know, for and, and drafted Caleb or kept Fields and traded down, which, which, which do you think would be more that would irritate fans even more? Kept, keep Fields and trade down, or what was the other one? No, if he, okay, if, okay, if he traded Fields, and he and he drafted Caleb. Okay. Or, or he kept Fields, and if he kept Fields and traded down, which you think that would irritate the fan base more? Which which you think that would be more of uh, the case where people okay. be more criticized of him more? Okay. So this is this is how I'm going to answer this, and I don't want people to yell at me. I think that there are more fans that want them to trade Justin and draft a quarterback then there are fans that want them to keep Justin. We hear more from the fans that want them to keep yes. Justin. So and they're more vocal on Twitter. They're more vocal in our phone, in our calling here on radio shows here on ESPN Chicago. I feel like more fans want them to trade him, but the more vocal fans want them to keep him. So I think the answer is you'll hear more from fans if they end up trading fields. Okay. The reason why there's the reason why I'm asking this is this. I don't I listen, I don't know. These people, these fans, these so called Bears fans, they they act like they slow or something. The reason why I say that is because Ryan Pose it has a tough decision to make. But here's the thing. If he decides to move on from field and draft Caleb Williams, people keep saying it's risky. Listen, he, first of all, he didn't draft uh Fields. So the risk of him taking Kayla Williams is less because he he his his he he because it gives a quarterback usually gets three to four years before you determine whether or not he's the guy or not. You know what I mean? So his clock pose gets a, a little more rope if he decides to take the, the rookie quarterback and reset the clock rather than because if he takes if he decides to move on if he decides to take Fields and keep him then. The, that means next season, there's no excuses. You have to win next year. 
Like, you have to make the playoffs next year. Like, there's no excuses. But on the other hand, if he decides to take Taylor Williams and trade down, that means that let's say the Bears next season go 8-9 and don't make the playoffs next season, then there won't be much fire under him. Because if Taylor Williams underperformed next year, people will be like, oh, he's a rookie, so okay, this and that. But if he keeps Fields and Fields doesn't perform well, and Kayla Williams turns out to be a great player, and he has like a C.J. Stroud type of year, then the fire is going to come down poles, and his job could be at risk. You guys understand what I'm saying? I yeah. do, Chase. Thanks for the call. Have a good night. All right. I disagree. Because yeah, I think. it's playoff or bust regardless. Mm-hmm. It's playoffs regardless. You have to make the playoffs. You had a, at the end of the season, you had a top five defense. Like, you can't argue with that. They no. led the league in interceptions. The stats say they were top five defense at the end of the season. They turned it around, completely turned it around. And, yes, a lot of it was Montez Sweat coming in here. And I would say it's like 70-30. Nah, 65-35, Sweat, Iberflus, mm-hmm. right? I, I would say, too, like, I won't say you have to make the playoffs, but at a minimum you have to be, like, the 10-7 and 7 team that gets screwed. Yeah, that's fine. That's like, fine. Like, you need to be, again, with the Kornacki scenario. Yeah. You need you to be, be the, there all year. You need to be the team that's in the hunt, at the top of the hunt. And it's like, hey, what needs to happen is – the the Bears win their game and then this team loses and then they get in. But if that other team wins, then they get screwed. Even though they win, they get left out. Like that's the only way not making the playoffs is acceptable. Right. And, and like I don't care who the quarterback is. Right. And, and like you you look at what the defense was at the end of the year, and then you're bringing in a quarterback because you think that they can be better than Justin Fields. So mm-hmm. your evaluation has to has to do with. Like your decision to make the quarterback pick, uh, like it has to do with the fact that you think you can get to the playoffs in year one with this guy, yeah, or at least like can be knocking right on the door of being like a nine ten win team. Yeah, absolutely. All right, this should be interesting. Let's go to Mike in Glendale Heights. What's up, Mike? Oh, I love this. Mike. 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 Hello, Mike. Put Mike back on hold, I guess. I wanted to do that time. I know, I know. That would have been cool. Maybe we'll go back to him in a little bit. Let's go to Walt in Bloomingdale first. What's up, Walt? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, You guys are are probably in the top five, um, or at least in the team photo as being one of the top talk shows in Chicago for sports. thank you. But but here's here's my my point. Here's my point. So I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this, but... A way to get that wide receiver, as it stands right now, is if Washington falls in love with Caleb Williams, mm-hmm. we can trade back one. We can't trade back more than that because we have to come out of this, this draft with either Drake May or Caleb Williams. So we could trade down. We could hopefully get a second-round pick and a first-round pick, correct? We'll get their second round, and then we'll get a second-round pick, right? A high second-round pick. And that could give you your wide receiver. And then the second part of my question is, why aren't people talking about Drake May? I mean, is he that far away from Caleb Williams not to even consider this guy? So that's my question. He's just, he's just thanks, Walt. Appreciate the phone call. Have a good night. I think it's, he's just different, right? I think that he's a different type of quarterback. I think that people, obviously North Carolina, like, didn't do anything right. this year. They mm-hmm. weren't a, a, a team that was on the cusp of making the playoff or winning their conference or anything like that. So, um, and I also think like that you have to separate them. But drafting another quarterback from North Carolina yeah. might irritate. Uh, listen, that wouldn't some, 
fans. It wouldn't bother wouldn't me. Wouldn't bother me. But he's basically Justin Herbert. Yeah, like, like that's that's the comp there. He's like a jo- uh, Justin Herbert or even like Josh Allen because yeah. he can be a little reckless with the football too. I I look at it as like Drake May. I'm cool with Drake May. Yeah, I'm fine. Like, if that's what Ryan Poles' evaluations lead him to, like, all right, cool, let's roll. I'd be fine if they trade back and end up with any of the four that Daniel Jeremiah put in his mock draft. And if you haven't seen it yet, Daniel Jeremiah put out his mock draft today on NFL.com, and he had four quarterbacks going in the first round. He had Caleb Williams, one, to the Bears, Drake May, two, Jaden Daniels, three, and then at 14th, he had Bo Nix going to the Saints. I'd be fine I've been talking about Bo Nix all year, saying that if you're going to get as much as you can, you can have your cake and eat it too, right? You can trade back, get a haul for your picks, and draft Bo Nix. Because Bo Nix is, if you want experience, people were like, oh, this Bajan kid, he played more football than anybody ever. Well, mm-hmm. so is Bo. Bo Nix has literally played more football than yes. anybody ever. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you something. This baguette guy, this backup quarterback... Let's go to Mike. He is supposedly back. He is in Glendale Heights. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. How's it going? Happy Friday. What up? Uh, Well, I want to talk about a sport that nobody seems to talk about in media, at least, and that's lacrosse, because I feel it is one of the best sports out there, and it's the only sport that, or I shouldn't say the only, the longest original sport in North America due to the Native Americans, Um, but... Professional-wise, I mean, Chicago hasn't seen a professional team since the Chicago Shamrocks, which was back in, I believe, 2008. Um, But it's a growing sport. It's the only sport growing in college where some teams are folding their football teams. They're creating lacrosse programs. And I just feel like the sport doesn't get any respect. I'm curious to what you guys have to say about that or what your experience is with lacrosse. But then on top of that, like I play for a semi-professional team based in Chicago called the Chicago Portagers. This isn't a marketing pitch or anything like that. I'm just saying that it, the sport needs more respect, and I wish that ESPN and all of media would, would give it that chance and promote it, and I don't know why they don't. Um, I'm also a coach at the high school level and the youth level, and I just, I'm very passionate about it, and I'm curious to what you guys have to say about the sport. This is all yeah. you. All right. Well, so this is uh, all you, man. I Mike, don't know. I've never played the cross. I don't understand the rules other than getting the ball into the net. That's all I know. Mike, I actually I went yeah. to Syracuse, so I am <laughs> nice. well versed in lacrosse. Yep. Um, I bet. Did you go to a game? I, I went to a ton because uh, with the nice. student radio station, we traveled to every game. So oh, that's awesome. We did every home game, traveled to every road game, and it's fun. Like it's fast paced. Like if you like. If you like basketball, you'll like lacrosse is kind of the way I yep. look at it. it especially, like a, in, especially indoor lacrosse because yes. there is field lacrosse and indoor lacrosse. And mm-hmm. obviously all the universities and high schools in, the, in this area and around the country, they all, most of them play field. Yeah. But indoor is the more intense and more fun. It's big in Canada. Oh, the, the box lacrosse, it is, yeah. it's their national sport. It's yeah, their yeah, national yeah. sport. Oh, yeah. I play with a few Canadians and they – Those guys like, are unreal. Like, oh, it's insane. Some of the tricks like, that they have and are able to execute, it's insane. Like, Yeah, it wasn't until I guarded a guy from Canada that I learned the definition of a good player and a great player. Yeah. I'm a good player. He's a great Did player. You, was like, he like a finesse Canadian or was he like a bully? Uh, well, see, here's the thing. They're both. So they'll bull rush you mm-hmm. and then back off and all of a sudden they're ripping a shot around you 
you don't even see them shoot other than their stick, you know, flying by you. And then the goalie's like, well, I didn't even see the ball because you were standing in front of me, and they're over there celebrating, and you're like, uh, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no. I, I just, I don't understand why the sport doesn't get more respect I, well, in the media. Here's the thing, Mike. I think it is, like... Now it is all, for sure. all spring. Like the the PLL has been huge on ESPN, Absolutely, and then obviously yeah. like the the NCAA that's tournament. Big, that's been the biggest thing for lacrosse yes. in the last uh, ever. The like, NCAA, that's been the biggest thing. That, yeah, the NCAA tournament is on all spring. I I, I don't watch much regular it. season lacrosse anymore, but I watch a good amount of the either. NCAA tournament. <laughs> I, I usually don't watch it because they, they play at odd times and I've got a full-time job just like everybody else. So, yeah. but yeah, once that tournament comes around, uh, the May madness, that, yeah. that is it's just awesome. But yeah, I mean, anybody in the local Chicago area, please check out the Chicago Portagers. Um, I think you guys will be pleasantly surprised and hold on. Mike, I mean, what, I, what is their name? So Portager. So okay. like, think so, of like ballet. They're a Portager. All right. But, we need to get Pottinger to a Portager game. <laughs> The Pottinger Dude, yeah. Portagers. It's you Dude, know what's funny. We play our home games across the street from where the Bears are going to build their stadium. All right, we oh. play we play right in Palatine, uh, like Arlington Heights border, and where like the racetrack that they just bought. And I, I'm convinced they're going to build a stadium there personally. But um, we play across the street from there. All right, thanks, Mike. Ring. Appreciate it. So, Call back Memorial Day weekend. Well, we'll do, man. We'll get right, it up. Thanks, Mike. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Pottinger's Portagers. I yeah, like this. You could be a partial owner. Yeah, I should. I should. I like this. Yeah, I like, like this. That. You could be right. like the mascot. You can like shoot the puck at halftime. All right. Let's, re- let's really piss people off. Tio's in Elgin. What's up, Tio? <laughs> hey guys, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Hey, Tyler. Hey, Adam. Um, so I got two questions about soccer. It's the first you. one, uh, Adam, are you following the African Cup of Nation right now? Because uh, um, is your play? Only to gamble on it. Senegal won okay. today, and, and I made some money. <laughs> yeah, you know that uh, Bro, Salah picks. maybe got hurt or something. You heard something? Who? Mo, Mo, Mo yeah, Salah? Mohamed Salah got hurt. Uh, he left the game yesterday, I believe, uh, oh, for yesterday? Egypt. So I don't. I haven't heard an update of whether or not he's going. Usually, what happens if they're severely hurt or if it's a big injury, they'll go back to their club. So I haven't seen that uh, he's going back to Liverpool or anything like that. Um, you know, uh, Kevin, you're, has he, do you know anything? I I just know it's a hamstring, which is normally bad news. Yeah. So, but I don't know if that's worthy of him. I mean, he might go back early just because there's an international, like there's a partial international break. I guess there's only like four or five premier league games this weekend. So I have not heard any update to you. Okay. And one more thing about, um, you saw the man United versus Newcastle game last week. I did. Um, it was a very and good you, game. You're gonna make uh, Tyler a Man City fan, and I'll listen and hang up. All right, thanks, Tio. Appreciate it. Sure. Do you want a, an, an English Premier League team? Uh, I I like the Man City team. Okay. Just because I've seen a lot of uh, who's the blonde guy? Horland. Yeah. Holland. Erling Holland. Yeah. And my my roommate, the the fun employed one. He yeah. used to work for Cisco. Okay. And. They're a big Man City supporter. Yeah, they so are. like when they, I think they played up at uh, Lambo. Yeah, last year. Yeah, so he went to that. He went. Yeah. Well, there's a rumor that uh, Holland is is flirting with uh, Real Madrid right now. Ooh, and I don't juicy. I, I don't like it. Mm. I'm not a fan of his flirtations <laughs> with Real <laughs> with Real Madrid. We would just take Holland anytime goal and uh, dude it was, and Man City so and it was money. just like oh so money. 
Easiest money I've made. Listen, they're, they're going to be good again soon. Like Usually, Kevin and I were talking about this. They go through this lull, someone's hurt, and then they come back, and it's like it's like they never left. It'd be great. When Kevin De Bruyne is hurt, Holland's hurt, then De Bruyne came back. They were good. They're good again. And then Holland will come back at some point. Let's go to Mo in Frankfurt. Let's go, Mo. Mosef. Hey, guys. Sounding great tonight. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm hearing all this stuff. White Sox, they want to move to the South Loop. Uh, what is going on here? Uh, Comiskey Park, which I still call it Comiskey Park. It's a great stadium. Mm, fix it up, you know? And then you got the Bears, they want to go to Indiana? Get out of here. Kick rocks. Who wants to go to Indiana? The Bears. The Bears, the Bears aren't going to Indiana. I wouldn't I worry about that, Mo. Yeah, I They're wouldn't worry about that there. one. Yeah, so it is what it is. Mo, any show but, notes uh, this week? I do. All right. Lay them out. All right, so uh, number one show note is going to be, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Cap and, and Hoodie, okay, and and their show today. And, and you know what? They make some great points. How would you say Cap is a flipper all the time? You know what I'm talking about. I'm uh, coming and on. Then, <laughs> and then uh, you know, Waddle and Sylvie. Sylvie's awesome. I love Sylvie. I love Waddle, of course. And uh, you know, they're talking about the same thing about Justin Fields leaving the Bears. You know, and trading him. I'm like, come on, get out of here. You know, pound pound sand. That's what Waddle loves to say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is what it is. Like, come on. Hey, I love that last caller. That last caller that said, trade down to number three, give Washington the number one pick, pick up Marvin Harrison Jr., and then get a boatload of draft picks, pick up another offensive center, and then uh, pick up an edge runner. You know, look at look at Texans. Look what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, come on. Well, why don't we do that too? All right. And then the last thing, the last thing, the last thing. The last thing. What's going on with the Bulls, man? No, we don't care. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I'm a Bulls fan. Okay, I love the Bulls. But it feels like... Every time Jack, uh, uh, Jack, I mean uh, Zach Levine is in there, it's like we're not that good anymore. You know what I mean? And now we can't trade him. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Oh, now he got hurt again. Well, he keeps getting hurt. You can't trade a hurt person like that. You know what I mean? So eh, that is what it is. All right. Anyways, Thanks, Mo. You, you guys have a good night. Have a good night. You're due. Huh? Due for that music. Yeah, I know. Let's go to Matt. He's in Fort Worth. What's up, Matt? Gentlemen, love your show. Thank you. Welcome uh, to our, or thank you for having me from Fort Worth. Thank you for listening in Fort Worth on the ESPN Chicago app. Love it. Um, so, first of all, I would, if I was GM, I would keep fields. I would trade from, if I could, one to two, and then two to three. 
I would have multiple picks. I believe in multiple picks. But I guess really my question is, if Caleb Williams is an A and May is an A-, minus, why wouldn't we trade back, let somebody else t- take um, Caleb Williams, and we take May, and we get you know two more years of first-round picks, and you know we just basically rob somebody. Why wouldn't we do that? Well, Matt, and thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I I don't um, I don't know if that's what they're going to do. Just because every draft expert will tell you that there's no question that Caleb Williams is hands down better than Drake May and Jaden Daniels. Well, the other thing too is. I like to control my destiny with the quarterback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I talked a little bit about it last night, but like control your destiny with the quarterback. Do not mess around because let's say the guy that you don't want or want less ends up being the one that's actually available for you at two. Then, then you get screwed. Like yeah. I, I, for me, it's always going to be, do not mess around with the quarterback, especially when it's the number one overall pick. You control your destiny. You control the entire draft. Pick the quarterback that you want. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, can I ask you guys a question? Question away. When you search for something, when you don't know the answer to something, mm-hmm. or when you're looking to learn how to do something, like yeah. if you don't know how to do something in yeah. your apartment or in your house, mm-hmm. or if you're just like, how do I do this? Because yeah. there's tutorials on everything, right? Mm-hmm. right? Where do you go to do that? Okay. I, I think I know what you're going to get to here. Where do you go to do your searching? I go to Google. Okay. Which oftentimes leads me to YouTube. Okay. That's fair. Because those videos mm-hmm. are on YouTube, and right? They, they like shortcut it too. It's like, all right, start the video here. Right here. Yes. And your answer will end here. Yes. Yes. How about this? 40% of people are now going to TikTok first mm. when searching for anything. Anything that they don't know. They're using TikTok now as a search engine, yeah. including 64% of Gen Z and 49% of millennials do this. Mm-hmm. So almost 50% of millennials are doing this. 64% of Gen Z's uh, people are doing this. And this is now making TikTok more of a importance for businesses, <laughs> which is probably not what people want to hear. Mm-hmm. But... People are searching. I did this the other. I did this the other day. You TikToked it. I went to TikTok first, Ooh. as opposed to going to Google. Ten youth points. Well, I was trying to fi- no because I was trying to figure out how to sleep train my daughter the best way. Uh-huh. And like every, I I I did this a while ago. Tried to do this a while ago by going to Google, and you get so many different answers right. that it's not it's not worth it. So I was like, oh well. I mean, I say enough things around my phone about babies that half my TikTok mm-hmm. is about kids, right? Okay. So like daycare and like all this stuff yeah. comes up. Like whenever my wife and I are talking about our baby or mm-hmm. something for that we need to buy or whatever, eventually I'll get an ad for it, whether right. it's on TikTok or Instagram or something like that, right? So I thought to myself, why don't I just go to TikTok and see? And it was great. Yeah. It was well, awesome. So it, it was perfect? No, it worked. It was great because now doctors and like trained professionals... Yes. Are going, are making TikToks yes. because they know that's where people are going. Every, all these experts have their own TikToks now to, and they do kind of like what, what you're saying. But the other thing too is like, whenever you find, like you're just scrolling your For You page, 
sometimes you'll see like a pre-written search. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And it's like, okay, so that's how you know like everyone else is sort of searching this and then this is what you get. Yeah. So I, I just find it interesting that now, like what was the last thing you searched for how to do? Um, we had to change our water water filter in like our fridge. Okay. But it's like in a weird spot too. It's not like directly behind the fridge and it's like underneath the fridge. So you looked up the so make, looked and, up model the make the and model of the yep. fridge to, to find out where the water filter was, how to change it, all that stuff. What okay. filter I needed, all that. All right, Kevin. Uh, this is going to reduce my share of youth points from uh, Tyler. My last how-to search, how to use Mariano's app. <laughs> what, why do you need to search how to use an app? Why do, you need to, yeah, why do you need to know how to use an app? Because I have. The apps are literally idiot-proof now. <laughs> well, I'm an idiot. They're not, not Kevin-proof, no, apparently. No, I am a different level of idiot. <laughs> I was at Mariano's, and I wanted the uh, the sale prices, the discounts, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so you mm-hmm. looked up. Okay, so... And okay. I didn't know how to utilize the uh, the app on I've my phone. I've done this. I've done this. Thank you. I've done this with Target. Because Target... Target's, like, glitchy with the location, their, their right? Their Circle app or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. has deals on it right. that they don't tell you about. But I didn't know how to find them in the app. Yeah. And so I'm like, how do I use circle points mm-hmm. or whatever how do i use find this on and it, it just showed me how to do it and okay. i did it so that's it's not that mariano's is a little yeah, what, different what were you trying to do i was trying to get trying to buy some that, chicken not well i was trying i was buying a big bottle of yeah. svedka and i was uh, <laughs> was the, it on sale it was on sale okay. honestly yeah. youth points for, for the Svetka? Yeah. All right. I like that. Svetka's big with the youth these days. Oh, and, that's and, a huge college vodka. And, I, and, I, okay. I, and I'm a, an adult. Um, <laughs> and I was getting, and I found a new uh, uh, flavor of Doritos that I had never tried. What kind? Uh, it was loaded taco. They were Ooh. fine. Okay. They were just fine. all right. The, oh, the regular taco is, is better. I had the best kind of Doritos. I found them once, and I've never been able to find them again. It was the the hot mustard ones. Those were really oh, good. Dude, was that where, the yellow bag? Yes. Where did they go? I think Someone, it was just a summer thing because you know that's what? that's Why? the the summer. The, no. that's the season of mustard. No, it's not. I mustard it's all always, year. Yeah, it's mustard season all the yeah, time. Come on, every I, season's mustard season. Chicago, it is. I'm mustard all year. That's ridiculous. I found one bag of it left. I got the last bag at my jewel. And I ate them like this because I saw it on Instagram. Like uh, some people were posting about it. And I'm like, this is really good. And I'm like, I like mustard and I like hot and I like Doritos. So I like, this is a perfect combination. And then I went back to get more like two weeks later. No more. They're just gone. Nowhere. Nowhere to be found these these Doritos. That's unsettling. It's upsetting is what it is. Why would they make a limited edition hot mustard? I don't know. But they were so good. And I looked online like... Because, you know, you say it once and then all these right, things pop it's up. it's everywhere. And everybody would say, everybody's like, this is the best Doritos flavor, best Doritos. Why would you get rid of your best Doritos flavor? You, are you worried that it's going to creep on regular Doritos? Save cool it for a summer Doritos? day. It's not. See, I would think Cool Ranch is better for a summer day because it's cool. Hot mustard warmed me up in the winter. I Don't give me my, that look, Kevin. My Doritos thing is like, I try not to buy them, but then like I'll be somewhere and they'll have them out and I'll have them on like, Damn it! I am going to Jewel first thing tomorrow. I gotta get these Doritos. Yeah, man. All right. So if you're searching for things and you don't know how to do them, go to TikTok first. Maybe that's what the kids are doing. I've never like. It works. Here's the thing that I like about using Google though is the fact that 
it cuts the video down on the on YouTube for but you. But on on uh, on TikTok, it's just the facts. It's just to the point. It's just the facts, the man. TikTok videos have gotten way too long. Oh, like, they like you get the the three minute ones, and it's just like what? What? If I, I see I anything that's over over a minute, I'm not going. My, the worst I ones see, are the ones where they start to tell you something, and then it's like you're starting. You're like you're not going to have enough time to tell me this. I'm yeah. going to have to go to a second video. This mm-hmm. is stupid. Well, I'm not other, doing this. My my thing with TikTok now is whenever I'm scrolling, I immediately look to the little um the little bar on the bottom with like the time bar yeah. that moves along, and I'm like, all right. How fast is this thing moving? Is this an old... Am I going to lose youth points for this? Okay. So occasionally, uh, I will accidentally swipe up on Instagram Mm -hmm. when it's an ad because I think I'm on TikTok. No. (laughs) It's like I'll be going through stories, you know, and just like hitting, like clicking to go through people's stories. And then all of a sudden, I'll see an ad. Everyone gets socially confused every once in a while. I'll swipe up. Yeah. But then the problem is I get ads for it for the next month. Well, have you ever accidentally, like when you swipe up on the Instagram story, doesn't it bring up like the keyboard or like the, the little emojis? Have no, you ever like accidental oh, emoji someone? Like, like, no, no, no. Accidental I'm very, heart face. I'm very. You ever do uh, that? Huh? No, never accidentally liked. Never accidentally liked. I'm a even even in my creeping days. Never <laughs> accidentally liked uh, a girl's post from three months ago. Never ever done that, Tyler. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. It's Black and Abdallah. Chris Black has the night off. Tyler Aki is in for Chris Black. We were off on Monday night. There was NBA on for the MLK holiday. So Chris was off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and now Friday. So you're getting four substacks. And we week. did Zoo News Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Sounds like we're missing something. Well, hello, Mr. Lion. Here's the latest edition of the Zoo News. Time for some Zoo News, Tyler. We go to Milwaukee. Ooh. Now, this is kind of a double story here that's close to the Black and Abdallah faithful. Mm -hmm. One, it's a Zoo News story. Mm -hmm. Two, we are close. We are about two weeks away from one of the greatest holidays, American holidays, Mm -hmm. that take place in this great nation. And that is when we take a rodent out of its hole and make that rodent predict the weather. Mm -hmm. We are coming up on Groundhog Day. And Milwaukee, sad to say, their Groundhog Gordy passed away in 2023. Who cares? No, 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 no. There's only one. There's only one that matters. Punxsutawney Phil? Yeah. Well, all these imposters everywhere across the nation. Tell that to Woodstock, Illinois. Um, Yeah, I will. (laughs) Milwaukee is now... Going to use penguins oh. to predict their weather on February 2nd, 2024. Pottinger's booing from the other room. That's I, bad form. I don't know why. That's bad luck for Milwaukee. That's bad I luck. Think. I think that's bad luck. The ceremony will be hosted by Milwaukee County Executive David Crowley and Zoo Directors. 
and take place at the Taylor Family Humboldt Penguin Habitat at 9 a.m. before the zoo opens to the public. The Humboldt Penguins will waddle into the uh, spotlight to make their winter or spring weather forecast afterwards. The zoo will announce the weather prediction for the public on its social media platform. And obviously we know if it uh, sees its shadow, six more weeks of winter expected. If it doesn't see its shadow, then we get early spring. Those are big-ass shadows. Oh, they're penguins. Penguins are... Penguins are large beings. Not really. Uh, they can be. They can be. You ever seen be. a good emperor penguin? Well, yeah, the emperor penguins. That's why they're called emperor penguins. You think Milwaukee's messing around with some small I don't little know. penguin? Now, if you remember last year's Groundhog Day festivities in Pennsylvania, they were one for the ages. Miss Pennsylvania! Now that I got my woman, I feel. I feel. Hey! And to paint the picture, what's happening on stage is a guy is trying to rile up the crowd mm-hmm. post Puxatawney <laughs> Phil not seeing his shadow last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this guy I got my woman. I got my woman. was in I for feel- it. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, he was, wind. he was huffing and puffing. He feels like I do uh, at the end of a solo show. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. I think if I had to predict how all of us here at ESPN Chicago will sound the day before the NFL draft. Hey! Hey! Just, hey! All right, we go to uh, the line who wants to talk about fields some more. We'll see. What, are they, what do they want to say? Hey! 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 So if you're going to go to Milwaukee to see the uh, Groundhog Day festivities, just remember their groundhog is dead. Gordy passed away. R.I.P. and peace. Pour one out for Gordy. And that the Penguins are now taking jobs away from hard-working groundhogs. I feel like Milwaukee's due for a natural disaster because of this. Wow. Big that's snow? My, that's my prediction. Big old snow? Big snow. Big snow, Big snow coming their way. How about this? How about this? And Maybe you, know you should have waited till after the playoffs to announce this because hmm, I think you might lose to the 49ers because of this. <laughs> this just solidified yeah. it. You know, and the unfortunate part is we may catch a stray because of it. Because all that Milwaukee weather is going to come uh, in this way, too. Uh, hey, hey, hey. That was me pushing my daughter to school today, <laughs> or daycare today. Hey, you do look tired. In, uh, thanks. <laughs> in, uh, in four inches of fresh snow in a stroller. Just like I'm pushing one of those weight sleds. Mm-hmm. Just in the, <laughs> the snow. blocking sled. Yeah. Hey, just like down the street. Hey, hey. She's like start, starting to cry. I'm like, hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. Almost there. I know it's cold. I know. And what is new at the zoo? Oh yeah. Why are they doing it at the zoo? I because I don't do they think usually they usually do like, it at the zoo. I yeah, they usually have Milwaukee. At the find zoo. a loose groundhog. They're everywhere. I'm sure. Do they? Are they? Where are they? Na- what gro- groundhogs native to uh no, to Wisconsin? I, I mean, don't know. Let's see. I don't know where they're native to. Google. 
Milwaukee I don't think so. Dogs. I mean, I feel like Punxsutawney Phil, he just kind of stays in a cage and they put him in this like fake thing and then they bring him out. And then there's, uh, there's what they do in Woodstock, Illinois. Yeah, like Woodstock doesn't have a zoo. No, I don't think so. Right? I don't know. We, I mean, we were close to it the other day. There, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Groundhog Days in Woodstock, Illinois. There's no zoo. There's no zoo. No zoo. Why are we but doing they, this at a zoo? This feels like... Well, it's where you keep animals. Yeah, but it feels like there's too many variables I don't here. know if you like know I, that. I, I feel like for the groundhog, you have to have someone in their natural habitat, not in some not in some doctored up I thing. mean, just to see their shadow. Well, I wonder what's new with the zoo, baby. Well, what's new with the zoo is that they're using uh, penguins to do good, to, taking jobs from hardworking uh, groundhogs. That's what they're doing. Jobs. It's not good. I don't like it. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. All calls welcome. Let's go to Mike. He's been patient in Crown Point. What's up, Mike? Hey guys, uh, one thing here. Um, you know, I love I, I love uh, Green Day, Dookie. That's, I was thinking I was like twelve years old. Uh, also, Offspring, uh, Smash album. Every song oh, on there is awesome. Album. So good stuff there. But uh, hey, I just want to make a point. Everyone's like obsessed with uh, with trading Justin and all this. It's it's ridiculous. He's an asset. You know, it, I I think you just draft the right quarterback here with Caleb. You hold on to Justin. You let him fight it out in camp. And if you know Justin wins, then he can play. And if he sucks in the middle of it, then you can trade him. Uh, you know, you still got the ninth pick. If you need a a big body uh, receiver there, at, you know, from uh, Washington that uh, Rome. I forgot his last name, but he's like six three and. Fast. I mean, you know, just. Uh, I think we're we're trying to jump the gun. We're like obsessed with this trading Justin thing. I, what are you going to get for him? You're going to get a second round. So what? Okay, and then he he's no good in the in the middle of the season there. And then uh, oh, what? You only get a third. I mean, it's not a big drop off. So, what do you guys well, think about that? I think Mike, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. And Offspring Smash album is, is Smash is a great album. Um, if he plays poorly, you're not getting a second or a third. You might get a fifth. You might get a sixth. Like you're not getting what you can get right now. People still think, teams still think that there's this unlocked potential there. And whether it's here or whether it's Atlanta or whether it's whoever needs a quarterback that you end up trading with, um, his value is only going to go down. And I'm like, you're not going to, he's not going to start playing well next year if you decide to not draft a quarterback and then you trade him. So right. that's not going to happen. They'll and have, you have to pick up the fifth year option this year if you choose to. Yeah, you have to make that decision in May. Um, like Justin Fields, and rightfully so, is not going to let it get to that point, I don't think, either. Mm -mm. They're going to realize what's best for him and his career, and rightfully so, is that he should want out at that point. And I think the Bears would be very cooperative with that. And I think it's something, too, if if you're going to trade Justin Fields, you have to do it before the draft, because I want that extra draft ammo for this draft, as opposed to maybe next year or so. Because especially if the price is a second-rounder, I would want that this year because you don't have a second rounder. So you'll be sitting out most of day th- day two, and I would like to be in on, in on the action early on day two. Oh, absolutely, because that's where you could look at um, a tackle if you choose to go there. That's where you could look at one of those second-tier wide receivers. That's where you could look at an edge rusher if you get a wide receiver in the first round. Like there's so You need a safety because Eddie Jackson's yeah. probably not going to be on this team anymore. So, I mean, you need a starting safety. So that second round pick that you can get for fields if they do trade him is going to be absolutely uh is super valuable to this team because they like you said they don't have one let's go to phil is in libertyville what's up phil 
Um, yeah, uh, thank you. You guys made me feel really old with a TikTok because I am 55, and you know my daughter <laughs> makes fun of me all the freaking time. But I'm just gonna say that as I think the biggest problem, I'm gonna go from a different angle, is we're just tainted as Chicago fans. There's no way we're gonna get this pick right, no matter what we do. And this is just like I said, a tainted Chicago fan. Like you heard Mo, he was like, eh, whatever. You know, he's like Mo's defeated, right? You know, we're just tainted. And think about this. If we did if we did pick Patrick Mahomes and brought him here, he wouldn't be Patrick Mahomes. If we picked C.J. Stroud, he wouldn't be C.J. Stroud, you know, with the people we have coaching. And I'm not blaming the coaches, don't get me wrong, but everyone, like, we're an embarrassment of riches. We're embarrassing. We have, like, everyone's saying if Poles does the wrong thing, he's fired, right? And, and you're probably right, but we got to be more patient. Like, if he goes ahead and is there a wrong answer? No. The only time we'll know whether it was a wrong or right answer is after the season. So we could debate this to death, and he could do whatever he wants, but it's not going to be right or wrong until we see it play out. You know, but like I said, we're deathly afraid if we trade Fields, he's going to go out and become a superstar somewhere else. Or if we trade Caleb Williams, or if we pick Caleb Williams, um, he's not going to pan out here in Chicago. We're just afraid of ourselves. I think we need to build some continuity like Pittsburgh. You know, even when New England was doing great, like it didn't matter who you picked. We're never winning a Super Bowl. You just want them to compete, right? So I think at the bottom line, we just have to be more patient with our management and folks like that. Otherwise, we'll keep on getting this cycle of hiring, firing. You know, we just have to get it right and, and stick with quality people. I don't know what your thoughts are, but All right, I mean, Phil, I know you. I'm tainted. All right. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate it. I disagree with one thing that he said there, and it's that... I ain't scared. I'm not afraid of Justin Fields going off and being good no, somewhere. No, that's the I, thing. I'm more afraid of you don't take the right quarterback in this draft and they go be great. Listen, I'm, that's th- where my fear would lie. I, I look at it this way, right? I've said this about Fields before. I am happily married. I have a daughter. It's your one-year anniversary this weekend, even though you don't have any plans. Happy anniversary to you. I'm not checking up on my old girlfriends to see what's going on. Yeah. I'm happy. I hope that they're happy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're doing the same or not doing the same, you know, <laughs> checking up on your ex-girlfriends. You're happy, right? So, like, I don't care. Feel, I hope Fields is successful. He's a great guy. He's a great leader. He's great in the community here. Everybody yeah. seems to love him as, as a person. So I hope he goes to Atlanta or wherever he ends up and thrives. I have no problem with that as long as we get it right. Yeah. As long as and the that, Bears find their guy. That's the thing that gets lost, I think, in all of this is that you guys all realize there is a scenario where both sides win, right? Like Justin yeah. goes off and, and plays well somewhere else and the Bears get the quarterback right here and everyone's happy. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, I don't creep on Instagram and like three-month-old pictures. We don't do that. Not on this show. You're listening to ESPN Chicago. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Thank you to Kevin Zipak and Justin Pottinger for producing tonight's show. I'll be back on Monday night. So will Chris Black. Tyler, thank you for sitting in this week. Anytime. I appreciate it. Very much appreciate it. Thank you so much. 
I don't have to deal with everything by myself. <laughs> Mostly Mitchell and Displains and uh, Chase on the south side. <laughs> Let's go to Jeff and Morris. What's up, Jeff? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. So, uh, so you, you guys watched the last Bears game. That pretty much summed up what is still wrong with this team. The Bears were manhandled on the offensive line, and they were manhandled on the defensive line. The whole game, Jordan Love had a clean pocket. I don't think he was sacked once. He was able to pick that defense apart. Justin Fields, like I said, he's not perfect, dude. He's not a finished product, but you can win with Justin Fields. I'm 40 years old. I've been watching the Bears since Jim Harbaugh in the early 90s, and he's by far the best quarterback we've ever had. Honest to God, he's been put in the worst situation of any quarterback they've ever drafted from the start till now. He is so mentally tough. You know, the, you know, Kay McNown, that guy was a head case, not even half his talent. Rex Grossman, nice guy, not that talented. Mitch Trubisky, nice guy, not mentally strong, and really, like, way they, they dropped the ball big time on that. But like that one caller said, Patrick Mahomes would not be Patrick Mahomes if he was drafted by the Bears because they just don't, they don't, haven't had the organization. But Justin Fields, I'm telling you, is he perfect? No. But like I said, you go back to his rookie year when he faced, uh, I think the game that really showed me was when you, he faced the Steelers. I would think it was Monday night. Mm-hmm. That was the beginning of like seeing, okay, this kid can play. He makes some throws that most quarterbacks can't make. And, and he could run. I mean, look at, he rushed for a thousand yards last year, guys. And they knew he was going to rush the ball and they still couldn't stop him. So in this draft, you need to trade that pick. I don't even care. You know, like it would be great to get Marvin Harrison because I do believe when they, you know, they throw around generational talent. I think Cable Williams would be good. I don't think he's going to be a generational talent. But that's you know, just my opinion. But Marvin Harrison Jr., now, dude, you ask, you can ask all the teams that passed on Larry Fitzgerald. How many, how many of them are kicking themselves in the rear end, okay? That was a generational talent. Marvin Harrison Jones is a generational talent. But with that being said, if they don't trade down a little bit farther, they're not going to get the hole that they could. You know what I mean? So they need line. They need a center. They need – I would say, you know, you can upgrade from Braxton Jones. Um, you know, you said Eddie Jackson's going to be gone. And then here, here's the big thing, guys. Look what Aaron Jones did against um, the Bears. He freaking sliced and he diced them, dudes. Khalil Herbert got tossed around like a rag doll, okay? The Bears running backs are mediocre. I'm sorry. The reason they're so good and, and they've thrived is because teams got to worry about Justin Fields and what he's going to do. So they, you know, but they're not that good. You know, I, you know, if you could go out and probably, if you get Derrick Henry on a cheap veteran deal and maybe draft one of these, there's some good running backs coming out. Like the kid from Michigan, there's this kid from Wisconsin. Are you guys still there? Yeah, we're yeah. here. We got to run, though, so okay. thanks for the call, all right? Okay, okay. Uh, Braylon Allen, all right. Wisconsin, look him up. Thank you. Have a good, good night, guys. All right. All right. Well, see, there you go. That's why by the end of this. Hey! 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 hey. Each Friday towards the end of the show, we bring you our favorite segment. It's called Good Question. Yeah, I got a question for you. See? Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see? That's why. 
question. You want me to let me finish talking? You ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. Don't interrupt me, okay? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? How could you ask me a question like that? I'm on Burgundy? Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? Every time a host on the station asks a question and the guest responds, good or great question, they get a point. Waddle has three. Hood has three. Sylvie has two. Here's this week's good question. But that couldn't have been a huge surprise. Waddle. Could it have, Mike? That, you know what? You know what? When, when, so, okay, that's a great question, Tommy. Who do you have the most sympathy Sylvie. for outside of Chicago fan yeah. bases? Lions fans? Yes. Browns fans? I was going to say Cleveland fans. Yeah, Cleveland Kings fans are little Cavs. Yeah. I don't like Cavs fans. Um, ooh, this is a good question. That's it. Just two. And Waddle still in the lead. He now has four. Jonathan Hood and Sylvie each have three. We'll be back with you on Monday night. Thanks for listening. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.